And in this corner, nerds! And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. I will accept confidently sounded episode numbers and issue numbers as actual evidence. But I want to hear about your other shitty characters. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. My name is Andrew Henderson, and I'll be your moderator for this week. Today, we're talking about best friends. Being a superhero is a lonely and often thankless job. That's why it's so important to have a buddy that you can trust to always have your back. Unfortunately, all I've got are the other assholes in this podcast. With me today are Todd Ants Marching Thomas, Matt Hacky Sack Cole, and Kyle Shirts or Skins Harper. And they're going to think about. They're going to talk about who they think is the all great, all time greatest <laughs> comic book hero team up. I hate you guys. <laughs> all right, assholes, start your talk. All right, I guess I'm I'm first in the thing, so I guess that means I go first. So uh, we're talking team ups this week. And let me tell you, nothing says strong team ups like latex body suits, skin irritants, killer clowns, and enormous amounts of sexual tension. I'm already excited. That's why the voluptuous ladies behind every 12-year-old nerd's wet fantasies embody partnership. There's never been a better pair than Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. You know what's lonelier than being a superhero? Being a supervillain. And these two women have captured everyone whose name starts with Bat, foiled the Joker on more than one occasion, and this team-up even has their own published miniseries. All right, thanks, Matt. Very exciting. Uh, Kyle, what have you got? Well, Andrew, I've got... An expatriate from the Soviet, former Soviet Union and a can- Canadian with a drinking problem. That's right. This week I am going to talk about Colossus and Wolverine. Um, they've both been, been through some hard times. Um, they're both not native to America and they bond and together they bond through that. Um, they fight world ending threats on a weekly basis, have each other's backs, um, both have a shared love of drinking. And the best combo move in the history of ever, the Cannonball Special. Ooh, I love the Cannonball Special. So we've got uh, Awesome Buddy Cop, and we've got Femme Fatales. Uh, so Todd, who are you bringing to the table? Well, the obvious choice to choose after those two, when we talk about partnerships, we need to talk about teamwork. We need to talk about purpose. And what better pair of bros can we look at as paragons of teamwork and purpose than the OG Captain America and the man who ultimately took on his title in his absence, the, fa- the Falcon Sam Wilson. Their bromance dates back to the 70s with the series Captain America and the Falcon. Their bromance, it's existed for over four decades, and even when Steve Rogers passed on his title, he let Sam keep his shield when he returned. When we talk about teams, we talk about the greatest team and the greatest purpose. And you know what the greatest purpose is, Andrew? I, I don't. It's America. And if you're against America, then the terrorists win. Is that is that the team or the purpose? Yes. <laughs> that is the perfect American answer. Good job, Todd. All right, guys. Uh, so we're going to go through uh, four questions today. The first three you have seen before, and the fourth is our super secret bonus question. Now, to start it off, um, let's talk about flaws. Every superhero has his or her own weakness, but a good, te- a good team covers each other's weaknesses. So how does your pair cover each other's flaws? Uh, So it's been said more than once that Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are the best combo that DC Comics has ever seen, which understandably it's DC Comics, so that's an inordinately low bar. But still, uh, Harley and Ivy are above everybody else, and it's because they play off each other's weaknesses so well. Harley Quinn's biggest weakness definitely has to be the Joker. Uh, he does nothing but bring her down. He'll, you know, shove her into different occasions while he needs her. And then as soon as he decides he doesn't need her anymore, he throws her to the wind and it drives her crazy. It causes her to make rash decisions. And Poison Ivy is always there to pull her back and make sure that her head stays in the game. Poison Ivy, on the other hand, often takes things way too close to heart. She often overplans things and sometimes gets herself in trouble because she's too careful. Harley Quinn throws caution to the wind and brings the team to wherever they need to be to accomplish whatever needs to be accomplished, period. All right, well said. Um, Kyle, what about uh, the Cannonball Special? What are their weaknesses? You know what's the best weakness to have, Andrew? 
no weaknesses. No, <laughs> no weaknesses. I've got a immortal, ever healing, uh, tiny Canadian and a giant, super strong, impervious metal man. There's no problem that you can't, they can't punch their way out of. Um, they've they've got each other's backs, and when the going gets tough, they just toughen up and keep going. Um, they've both come back from the dead multiple times. Um, they're both uh, play by their own rules. Don't don't stick too closely to the team dynamic, but they've got each other's backs. Um, and any problem that's too hard for them to punch, they just punch harder. Except metal detectors and large magnets. Yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta get on this real quick. So no, how do they fight off rust? Question for the audience. Kyle, that's an interesting question. What, what would you like to say is, to that? Is their arch nemesis Rust also Magneto? Um, Colossus, ha- they both have taken on Magneto multiple times. Uh, how'd, Colossus, it, how'd it go for Wolverine? Colossus um, has fought Magneto's metal powers to punch him square in the face on more than one occasion. And uh, Wolverine, when he, when he was hindered by his adamantium skeleton, he just ditched the thing. And uh, yeah, that went, went well. Cut him up. <laughs> that went really well. That still that didn't a, answer <laughs> the rust question, and I'm really invested in the rust question. Um, organic metal and adamantium don't rust. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, so we've heard from Kyle and Matt. So, Todd, um, how do you answer the question on weaknesses? Tell us more about the Captain's America. So, the the Captain's America, or as I would call them, Captain Falcon. Um, you know, when we talk about weaknesses, uh, caring too much, trying too hard, wanting to win for all the people that can't win for themselves. I mean, yeah, okay, they've got lots of weaknesses that they cover. Um, but I think, I think in all reality, if we're trying to have a, a serious answer, the way they cover each other is that, you know, um, they're both soldiers of war. I mean, I think that Sam Wilson brings a much you know, less experienced, obviously, because Captain America comes back from, you know, World War II. Um, you know, the Captain America gets to balance out Sam Wilson. He gets to kind of mentor him and lead him. And in that same way, I think that uh, Sam Wilson gets to balance out Captain America, or Steve Rogers in this case, where he says, you know, hey, like, things aren't the same. Like, here, we're in the, the year 2000-whatever, um, when the last series that they were in launched together. Um, they, they balance each other. I think that Sam Wilson keeps Captain America or uh, Steve Rogers grounded, and, and Steve Rogers gets to be like that mentor and leader, you know? Um, Wait, so the, always, no, 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 how, how stop, they, stop. How are, the, they, how are they dealing at the uh, qu- crippling wealth inequality brought on by the inherent flaws of capitalism? You know what? That's not my question. My question is how the Falcon keeps somebody grounded. Yes. Seconded. Same, same answer from, from my opening statement. The answer yeah. is yes. Um, I, you know, you know, I don't know, Kyle, but I don't, I, I see what you're trying to do here by bringing in, you know, two non-natives to this land into this argument to try and argue that what they have is better. I sit, I think that this is, this is slowly turning into a propaganda Wait, for communism are you, here. Are you saying, are you arguing that America isn't a melting pot, Todd, and we shouldn't uh, welcome immigrants into our country? Oh, it's certainly a melting means? pot. And I don't like what you're trying to suggest here. Captain America <laughs> and Sam Wilson, the Captain Falcon fight for all people. All right. All right. All right. So, so long story short, uh, Todd is going to stick to his, uh, stick to his guns here. Like a true American. Very much appreciated. Um, All right, let's move to the next question. Let's talk conflict resolution. Working together for days on end, such close quarters can make anyone feel on edge. Uh, What do your heroes do to avoid sometimes literally tearing each other's heads off? Uh, Each other. Next question. Oh God! That, you know, I figured we'd at least get to like the the super secret twelve-year-old Matt answer. Oh God! It's canon now. It's canon now. As of twenty (laughs) seventeen, it's canon. He's he's not wrong you know what it was it was no stop it was confirmed by the writers of the harley quinn series i quote on june 12th 2015 yes they are girlfriends without the jealousy of monogamy and that is from the writers of the harley quinn series jimmy palmioi pal palm palmi palmiotti jimmy palmiotti and amanda connor Today, Junior. <laughs> Straight from his erect deck. And then I don't know enough their, about the, uh, the Harley f- Quinn and Ivy series, but he I don't but he said uh he said those issue numbers pretty confidently. Yeah, we're still, like, we're still there. Yeah. Yep. So so Matt, do you actually have an argument or are you just gonna 
No, I mean, that's Ed, that's like very seriously, like very seriously sure. my argument is that they have developed one of the most intimate relationships in the DC universe. And it has honestly not been based entirely around sex. They only had their first canonical main universe kiss in 2017. Before that, it was predominantly speculation and little kind of tensual ten tension based clips um from book to book and from uh animated and the series 30 page fan series. fiction matt writes in his spare time and that <laughs> but that's not canon so we're not gonna bring that up um sure they have developed this intimate relationship that bases all around working through problems with each other uh they've often said that each other is their greatest weakness or excuse me their greatest strength uh, they are able to process through not only victories, but defeats together. They live in a clubhouse together. They work together on all of their problems. They spend their time together because they are not only everybody's sexual fantasy. They are also good friends and good <laughs> friends don't hate each other. Wow, this, Matt, you, this... uh, you took something kind of gross and made it kind of sweet. Thanks. This episode right. is brought to you by the Rule 34 combination of, um, uh, what's her name, Uma Thurman and Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all, right, <laughs> all right, Kyle. Let's please, please change topics. So the way, the way Wolverine and Colossus um, deal with their problems, um, work, out their, work out their stress, is the same way millions of Americans work out their stress every day. They go home and drink. Um, <laughs> they're both they're both from uh, proud countries known for their their love of alcohol, and they both um, they both drown their sorrows in the devil's poison. Um, and when that doesn't work and things get w really hard for them, they both have a tendency to fuck right off and spend a few months wandering the countryside. Um, so between the great outdoors and and a few drinks every night, uh, they they tend to stay uh, stay off of each other's throats and um, fight in crime. So what you're saying is uh, Wolverine is essentially uh, Marvel's own Jack Kerouac. Yes, absolutely. Love it. I Great. just love that the answer is drinking in the woods alone. Next question. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> then, like, but like it's it's. I mean, that's it's real. Like that certainly happened. Yeah, you guys I had a say, problem Tom, with that was. Go ahead. No, go ahead. you guys had a problem with the romance between my two characters, and you're turning to alcoholism I, you know, as a better no, solution. No, you know what? Let's talk about that because I didn't have an issue. If, if put in a vacuum, your answer to our second question, not an issue. Would have totally understood it. But you opened up with what what says teammate team ups better than latex bodysuits, and that's where when you look at the whole picture, things get a little. Latexy. Captain America <laughs> and the Falcon both wear latex bodysuits. Yeah, well, so one, I didn't bring that into my argument. Those aren't the legs I stand on. Two, Sam Wilson's outfit is like metal and like electronic wings in the cartoons. That's pretty kinky. Um, it's not. It's not the. It's not the same-sex relationship we had an issue with, Matt. It was the objectification of it. Oh come on. <laughs> I would say that you got a running start, but it's too on the nose because some of those body suits you'd have to get a running start into. So, well, hey, okay, so let's talk. So All we're right. talking about yep. conflict and close quarters. My guys are both soldiers of fortune. Like they've they've lived it. I mean, all of their backstory is literally like we are soldiers. We've been in the shit. We deal with this sort of stuff. So I mean, for them, I mean, they're so weathered by the storm that I don't think. It's a big deal. And so let's say worst comes to worst and that the two of them are, you know, on edge. I think, one, they're both pretty level-headed dudes. And, I mean, to me, I, I feel since they play the, the – at least Steve Rogers sometimes plays too much of, like, a choir boy in the Marvel Universe. I think he would want to, like, talk it out or brood alone for a little bit and then be fine. But I don't think this is even a thing for them because they've been so truly weathered by the storm. I would say – the same probably stands for wandering in the woods, drunken Wolverine as well. I mean, since his canon is also, I've been in every war ever. I think it would just take a lot to make them go on edge. So I don't, I don't think this is totally ap ap applicable overall. Their bromance transcends minor annoyances. 
Got it. So, so Team Team America, your response to both questions has been: What's your weakness? There is none. No. Well, I what's mean, your I, conflict? There is none. Well, I would say that we're Perfect. following the trend of like All right, America. So we're as going a whole. to question three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I can see on our on our show notes there is some some lovely uh, artwork. Oh, it's Colossus, and he's got a, a leopard skin um, little little speedo there. A latex oh, bodysuit, nice. I see. Nope. No, no. Isn't he just metal? Isn't that just like all, him? That's all, man. That's all him. So wait, <laughs> is his hairline metal too? Like I'm so so his clothes are metal. Wait, yes. can we can we derail the rest of this and talk about how this works? Is he is he vision only vision like creates and molds his body to be different things and this guy just has multicolored layers of metal that pop out of his skin? If if I'm remembering the um Marvel the Ultimate Marvel Universe wiki or encyclopedia I had from the 90s, it is every Organic part of Colossus becomes organic metal when he transforms. And don't ask about the properties of organic metal because they do whatever they need to for the comic to work. <laughs> because plot. <laughs> because comic book logic. That was a really good subtle Google there. <laughs> no, that that was pulled from my from my that brain. Was, that was from your brain space. <laughs> very, from the very impressive, my friend. Right. Okay. Here. All right. Let's move on to the next question. So we talked a lot about how they fight. We've talked a lot about how they, how they work together. Let's talk about outside of work. Obviously, there's going to be some downtime in between all of these crime sprees, crime sprees and evil plots. Um, so once the fighting is over, what does your team do to, you know, blow off some steam? Chill out. You know what? I'm going to give you a wholesome answer because you have requested it so many times for me. Did you know that Poison Ivy never went on vacation until she met Harley Quinn? Never once. I did not. She never went on vacation. She never left the city of Gotham until she met Harley Quinn. And then they took a week off and went to the Bahamas. And they had a great week. Not only was there no crime, they didn't hurt anybody. They didn't do anything crazy. They just went on vacation. And now, canonically, kinda, depending on, you know, which miniseries you consider to be part of the main universe. Depending on which of Matt's fan fictions you read. <laughs> depending on which latex bodysuit we're wearing today. I define the term miniseries very loosely. They go on vacation. Unlike the bodysuits, very loosely. <laughs> you can have a loose latex bodysuit. That defies oh, the properties. Oh, God. That was my ska band in high school. I, I, think, I don't think organic metal can be loose either. I think that everything we're working with here has to be tight. Oh, it's nice and it is his. It's his body. His body is the organic metal. I don't see what the problem is here. So, to answer your question, Andrew, they go on vacation. I would vacation. love that. They go on vacation, they relax, they don't cause any mischief on vacation, they go to the beach, they go to the mountains, they spend time together, they sightsee, they're, they're really good at stress management, honestly. A little couple's massage, you know, one thing See, now you're making you it weird. I didn't do, do this. I didn't Kyle and I are the only one with clean hands at the end of this. <laughs> Matt, I have a serious question for you. Please. Do you, can you cite a, an issue number... A comic and issue number for their vacation. Yeah. Otherwise, I refuse to believe you and your entire argument. I, I have Kyle, to pull Kyle, it back up. Kyle, I'm going to have tab. to stop you. That 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 uh, rebuttal is inadmissible. Um, unlike you, I will accept uh, completely <laughs> pulled out of my out of their ass statements. So, See, and Matt, Kyle, I thought you were going a very sustained. different direction. I thought you were going to say, "Can you cite when their romance first started for the audience for science purposes?" Um, and I'm thrilled you didn't go that way. However, I'm yeah, still stuck get with your the, mind out of the gutter, Todd. Well, I'm still stuck with the quote loose bodysuit, and I don't know how to <laughs> deal with that. For for our listeners, uh, Todd is like in the fetal position, rocking back and forth right now. Um, he's he's gonna cry for a while uh, after this. A single tear rolling down his cheek. I have no, the comic book good. panel, and I don't know what issue it's from. Now it's going to bother right, well, me. While, while Matt uh, searches furiously for canon that doesn't exist, um, Kyle, please, uh, please, again, please change the subject. <laughs> um, I've already, I've already set, answered it in my last question. Um, when, when Wolverine and Colossus need to blow off steam, they, uh, they take their own sort of working vacations um, and just roam around the countryside, uh, breaking up small fights. Uh, Wolverine really likes to get into secret fight clubs in bars in the middle of nowhere um and colossus likes to go back to russia and um repair 
repair the mishaps of a failed communist country. Um, so they they wow. both turned to community service and uh, exercise to blow off steam. Wow, very impressive. I, um, I really imagine that you would have said one of them, either one of them, or both of them wrestle bears. That just felt right. That too. It's Harley Quinn um, Volume 3, Number 8. Just to put that God. out there. Great. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Kyle, please continue. And and, and chapter seven of Matt's fan fiction. Um, <laughs> chapter four. <laughs> okay, no. So so while these guys, while you, the four of your people are talking about going on vacations and trying to repair a broken communist system. So when all the bad guys are in jail and, and the dust has settled, Captain America, as in Steve Rogers, or Captain America, as in Sam Wilson, I don't think they can just lay back and put their feet up they're not those type of guys they're the kind of people that they're still looking for rights to wrong they're the kind of guys that would volunteer at a local amvets um they would they would serve you know a, a nice community dinner at your american legion they would they would volunteer at an orphanage um i also feel like they're the kind of guys that would uh, put together model planes i can i can see that happening um however i think that their biggest thing that they would do in their downtime to blow off steam would be find more Nazis and punch more Nazis in the face. I don't think we can ever not have enough face punch Nazis and Steve Roger and Sam Wilson are the two that are going to always be punching Nazis in the face. So no beach vacations here for these two guys because a soldier's work is never done because they care about America more than they care about beach vacations. Hey, my guys go out and help the help the little man, help the working class heroes, Todd. By wrestling punching bears. Punching Nazis is great, but we have we have a lot of issues in this country and not all of them can be solved by punching Nazis. Oh, but most of them can be. I'm I'm going to I'm taking, you know, if Matt's if Matt's rallying cl- rallying cry is loose body suits, mine is punch Nazi faces. So, you know, choose your side. My my two girls are super villains and you're telling me it's bad when villains take vacations. So you are you are claiming that my two should take less vacations so they can cause more trouble. The premise of this question alone means that your two are in jail. Not necessarily if they're in the Bahamas <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> it's a really nice jail. They, so they, they head to a tax haven and, <laughs> and clean up all their money every, once a year. So that's but what it is. That's what I'm hearing. Siphoning more funds out of the American here. pocket. All right, so uh, interesting, interesting responses, boys. Uh, so we've got one more question here. This is our your super secret bonus question. Um, so we've been talking a lot. Uh, a lot of the questions that I've been asking are some some that you would find in a job interview. So that's what we're going to really double down on. Um, let's talk. Let's talk job market. Obviously, the job market is it's pretty slim pickings out there. Uh, the economy is uh, is not great. Not not too great for uh, those looking for new careers. Um, being a superhero doesn't necessarily pay the bills like it used to uh, with your with your Tony Starks out there taking all the <laughs> taking out all the resources with your with your so, Ultrons being Ultrons. with your Ultrons and other comic book words with the Tonys and the Ultrons. <laughs> I thought the whole point of the Sokovia Accords was that they would get paid and be and and answer to somebody. I don't know what those I, words I are. So we're to be a all right. So the question is. <laughs> Uh, so help me understand what your team's monster.com profile looks like and, and walk me through how they nail that final interview. Matt, we'll start with you. I, I've never <laughs> even been on monster.com. What is this? I don't even know what that's supposed to look like in the real world. What is, what is your LinkedIn premium account look like <laughs> Oh, I like forgot. Right you're, you're 17 and you've never held, held an actual job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... We're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, those like, you know, you put your your skills at the top of your resume. We're gonna we're gonna go for some bullet point skills here. Um, you know, we're gonna uh, strong willed, sly, creative, dedicated, um, loose body suits. Is dedicated I- <laughs> is dedicated spelled dead? Dedicated because they're bad. Yeah, people. probably. Ooh. Um. Cool accents for both characters. I mean, there's a lot. That's fair. There, you know, even diversity-wise. In, in the professional world, we call that exactly. bilingual. Yeah. And in <laughs> no, worst case scenario, they both can work at Hot Topic. That is true, yes. 
Um, but actually, you know what? Thank you very much. Both of these women have doctorate degrees. One is a uh, psychologist. One is a botanist. They were at one point two of the most respected scientific people in the Gotham community. So I'm not so concerned about their job opportunity in the future. I think if they want something, they can I'm find it. I'm pretty sure once you once you commit felonies, you lose your your license to practice medicine. Though I'm pretty sure that happens. well, but no, we're missing. You're missing the point though, because even if they lose their their license to practice medicine, I want to go back to that hot topic point because <laughs> the thing is, if they're getting royalties on the shit being sold at Hot Topic, out of all six of our characters, those two are getting at least fifty percent of the sales. Oh, alone. that's definitely true. So. Oh, yeah. There's so much Harlequin, like, t-shirts. I mean, Captain America might have some market there, but oh, no. Our four barely make up their cuts. So they're, even without their degrees in full effect, they're probably doing all right. Yeah, so, and you know what? I think nailing the final interview, um, one's got a hammer and one's got poison ivy bombs, and I I don't think anyone would say no to those two knocking at their door. So murder. Murder. So we're doubling down on the whole murder thing. And and they often don't choose to kill people. They prefer to capture and enslave um, by poison ivies. Slavery is so much better. Poison ivies, mind control uh, toxins. So, um, yeah, I think they're going to nail that interview. They're going to nail that interview 10 times out of 10. Fair enough. All right, Kyle. What do you got? Um, Well, uh, um, I think. Colossus and Wolverine have a have a wide range of skills. Um, they certainly make do every time they they go into their deep depressions and fuck off into the countryside. Um, but I think if if they gave up superheroing for good and wanted to make the most money, um, they would have an amazing career as a tag team pro wrestling duo. Um, you know, the Cannonball Special is is ca- tailor made for the WWE. Um, give the fans what they want. Um, they would, they, they would be the best pro wrestling team since, I don't since know, pro wrestling. I, I don't know pro wrestling well enough to finish this <laughs> since, reference. Since, since um, the one wrestler and the other wrestler teamed up and did wrestling together. I just, since, I, since the Undertaker did the, did the high dive off, off, I can't even stop. remember. The are you going to do yeah. that? Are you going to do man, uh, mankind and hell in a cell in 1984? Yes. yes. Yeah. Since man. So, since, so what you're saying, their best usage is a metal man throwing a man who's full of metal at normal human beings and absolutely killing them instantly for the delight and entertainment of millions. Tom. So, so we're back to murder again. So, <laughs> so we've got one vote for murder and two Todd, votes for staged murder. Todd, I don't know if you know this, Pro wrestling isn't real. They they pull their punches a lot, um, and and a lot of fight choreography is involved. So uh, while they would be actually, it would be actually very dangerous for real humans to fight them in the ring. Um, I think we're fine in this case. You're really alienating part of our our base by 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 I calling have, pro wrestling fake. I have You're... not met a pro wrestling fan who doesn't wink wink nudge nudge there wrestling is a is real argument and you're saying this as we're coming off the weekend of of wrestlemania absolutely you're you're just insulting everything they care about yep well okay so we're talking job interviews so here's what i'm gonna say so uh right away that they don't need jobs (laughs) because america no no that's (laughs) not true job the the unemployment rate in america is no joke and we need to address that and i'll tell you (laughs) i'll tell you it's, it is even much less of a joke in our veteran population. And so when we talk about Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson, not only are they incredibly capable, upstanding, and forthright human beings, they're veterans. And I think what's great about getting them hired back into the workforce is since the, uh, since the Jobs for Veterans Act in 2002, there's been support for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get through this. Since the since the Jobs for Veterans Act in, initiated in 2002, there's been a greater push to hire. Uh, you, if, if if somebody does not edit in some sort of march there, we've missed it. We've sorely missed him. The, missed the a point cop, the point I'm making is at home, that a flag is waving behind Todd. Right yeah, now. absolutely. He doesn't know where it came from, and we don't know where it came from. But it's there. <laughs> the point it's majestic. The point is that there are so many resources backing veterans entering our workforce, whether it's 
um, the Hire Vets First website or the career one-stop portal that exists for veterans being hired, or like I said, the Jobs for Veterans Act of 2002. Every major application you fill out now will ask if you have served or are serving in the armed forces. So the reality is our veterans are bringing these fantastic you know, life applicable skills back into the market. So all they really need to do is talk about their, their relatable skills and how it can help them get ahead in that position and just really not mess it up by like flipping a table or like Sam Wilson extending his big old falcon wings. Um, you know, and I, I Do you think, think he would bring the wings to an interview. Oh, time? he would absolutely <laughs> bring the wings. Captain America is totally carrying his shield to the interview. Like, okay, so let's let's face it. I love Steve Rogers' character, but he's like a stocky blonde, you know, white dude. If he's not carrying that shield to the interview, they're just like, oh yeah, you're a guy. But if he carries the shield, they're like, oh shit, that, you're that guy. At risk of hurting my case, they are both very high-ranking military officers, which are highly employable. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Well, and here's, so, okay, let's let's do this. I mean, I think the average service of an active duty man is like 20 years, I think. 20, it's less than 30. Captain America, he's technically been serving since World War II. His retirement package is like nothing we'd ever know. He doesn't need a job. He's making more on his pension than I'll ever see in my life. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, so if anything... If he's going back into the workforce, he's doing it to help others. He's probably donating his salary. So, I don't know. He's probably helping other veterans get jobs. That's what he's doing in his job interview. They're helping other veterans get that job. That's what that is. What do the What do the wings do, then? <laughs> How do those they're they're there the because. Um, it, he, f he flies veterans to their <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, the, actually, yeah. so so it's off topic, but... Then, um, the then taking all the jobs from the public works and the public transportation division... Yeah, are Todd. You, wait, are you, are you trying to make veterans the bad guy? Are you trying no. to make veterans saying, and, like, I'm Joe looking, Everyman be against each other? I am looking if, at this from if, all sides. If Sam Wilson is flying a veteran to, to his job interview, that is an Uber driver or bus driver. <laughs> Is not yep. getting that fair, yep. Todd. And so, I don't. Thanks a live lot, in that America. America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know where else to go with that other than you know they're getting theirs. So, all right. Well, this has been this has been a, a lot to think about. I have tons and tons of uh, baseless accusations to weigh. So while I'm deciding a, a victor, why don't you guys go around and say something nice about each other's arguments? I, I can't say anything nice about you. Can and you will. <laughs> Um, I do want to. I, I want to, like, I want to give like real props to um, to Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy for being like a. They are actually written as a like tasteful same sex, open couple in the comics. Um, there is, there is, from what I've seen, a you know that that small amount of of 13-year-old spank bank material printed in DC Comics but for the most part it is it's like a real couple dealing with their their shared mental issues and problems and it it is it's a good thing more representation thank you you know and it appears we're skipping closing statements here so i'm going to make my closing statement anyway uh, <laughs> nope, it's skipped. Get out yeah, of here. I mean, you know, you, you do know, what you want to do. Um, as much as, kind of like Kyle said, as much as people rag on Harley and Ivy for being like every fourteen-year-old kid's fantasy, um, they are. They've sort of been praised recently as like a, a bastion against sexual abuse, um, because of Poison Ivy's constant attempts to pull Harley Quinn away from the Joker and uh, a lot of things in that relationship and and all that. I'm pretty sure they had a run. They had or at least an issue, but maybe a, a short run where they they just went around like like beating up domestic abusers. Like, I'm pretty sure that was a, an issue of one of their. Yeah, topics. absolutely. I just I don't know. I wanted to I wanted to put that out there that my whole my whole argument was not based around sexualization. Well, <laughs> while some of it may have been. It was not all of it by any means. <laughs> I would lie to say part of it yeah. was not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my heart was my heart was eighty five percent in the right place. Um, but that being said, no, I uh, the Cannonball Special has been one of my favorites since like the X Men animated. I mean, come on, like 
Colossus throwing Wolverine through things will never get boring to watch um, ever. And then I I love Captain America. I love Falcon. I love the Avengers. Um, it, I think that Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy may honestly be the only two DC characters I care about. Um, so anybody Marvel is is pretty cool in my book. It's I, I struggle to talk shit on Marvel heroes. Yeah, I would, you know, I don't have a whole lot of love for many of the DC um, characters in general, but I always thought um, Poison Ivy was really, really neat, and um, I didn't like Harley's relationship with the Joker, and so I, that always just kind of turned me off to it, because I didn't really care for the Joker at all, and then obviously, like, their whole situation was pretty toxic, so hearing you bring to light, like, some of the new development that has happened there is pretty exciting, and I give like, them and you, like, a lot of credit for, for, well, you for bringing that up and them for doing that, like, good on DC for making that a thread that we get to pull on, because that's, we need more of that, and, I mean, even just in the past few years, we've started having more prominent women in superhero, you know, comics or graphic novels and movies, and so knowing that there's hope in the DC universe as well, because I was really pissed in um, Justice League when they cut away from Wonder Woman just to show Lois Lane drowning, um, that, that pissed me off. So hearing that they may not be always abiding by just that is, is, you know, refreshing. And yeah, man, everything Matt said about Cannonball Special, like that's just, so was Colossus the first to throw Wolverine? Do we know that? I, I haven't done any research on the topic, so I'm going to say yes. Okay. So we'll, we'll, if, if he wasn't the first, I think he's definitely one of the most well known. He's Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's it's been it's definitely been like their their special move in all the like X Men Legends Marvel well, Ultimate Alliance. And if you games. and if you think like I know Hulk's they, thrown him and I know that She Hulk has thrown him, but I mean right. I think that I think that it started. If it didn't start, it's at least like it's it's, it's attributed. Yeah, to it's them. Colossus's. It, and um, in the in the movies, it's always it's always only Colossus ever throws him in the movies. It's never. It's never shared from by anyone else. It's, it's. It may actually be one of the only things that X Men movies got right. Well, and so, and that's, you know, I've never really loved Wolverine all that much, and so it's hard for me to give him too much. Um, But I've always liked Colossus. Um, I thought Colossus was just like super cool. Even going back to like the old X Men side scrolling arcade game, when you just when you'd use a special power and you go, and like that was just super cool. Um, what, what was that, Todd? Nope, that's the you get it one time and one time only. It's a podcast. They can rewind it if they want to hear it again. I, I edit this show. They'll get it as many yeah. times as I can. <laughs> they can sample that in post. Everyone's, everyone's okay, nickname real, is just that noise. All right, guys, real quick. Um, since you guys didn't do your closing statements, Kyle and Todd, why don't you quickly uh, close us out on, on your remaining thoughts on your arguments? Um, I'm I'm going to re- reiterate what I said earlier. Um, there's there's no problem that you, you can't punch your way out of if you punch hard enough. And um, and an, an immortal uh, five foot three with claw man with metal claws and an impervious um, six foot eight Russian uh, can punch their way out of most problems. Uh, and and that's all I need to say on the issue. Yeah, so I think if there's if if there's been one grouping of people that have proven time and time again that all problems can be solved by punching, it's America. And so I'm here to tell you how my bromance embodies at least the good aspects of America. And so with that, voting for these two as the prime bromance of the comic universe means that you're supporting everything good and just with bromances. A pure desire to help, you know, a, a genuine, you know, compassion of those who, who need defending and assistance. And, you know, when you when you get behind the idea of Captain America Steve Rogers and, you know, Captain America Sam Wilson, you uh, you always know that you'll have somebody on your left. Now that we're back on the hate train, I also want to point out at least Matt and I didn't insult your intelligence by trying to pander to your patriotic side. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that guys. And I appreciate you guys trying to pander me by saying you're not pandering to me. I don't know what you're this talking is, about. This has gotten too many layers. All right. All right. So, so we've, we've heard from your arguments. Um, so now it's time for the decision. Uh, Matt, first off, I really like the idea of a, of a sweet and caring same sex relationship 
I would say DC definitely wins for exploring that idea, and it sounds interesting, but unfortunately your argument loses because your argument is that they're basically just going to solve all their problems with boobs and uh, their, their supervillain powers. Um, and you loose basically are telling me that they're horny terrorists. I, I'm offended by your remarks, and I'm going to choose not to comment on them. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Uh, Kyle, um, Wolverine and Colossus sound like an awesome, like hard drinking, fast talking buddy cop team. Unfortunately, as awesome as that would be to watch in a serial, uh, they kind of sound like a bit of a train wreck, uh, just just barreling towards inevitable disaster. Um, I'm I'm just disappointed that that you fail to see the plight of the working man. I hate to admit it, and I, Todd, I, I hate your argument, but God damn it, I'm going to defend your right to give it. Uh. <laughs> uh, and because this is an audio format, nobody can see that Todd's got his Captain America shield and is literally going crazy. It's movie quality. Listen, here's why Todd won, guys. Todd did the unthinkable, and despite the fact <laughs> of not answering any of my questions. Not a one. He he took all of his weaknesses and turned them into strengths, which is exactly what... With, with the most tired method of <laughs> saying his weaknesses are strengths. Which is exactly I'm what an American so would do. Right now. And that's why Todd wins this episode of Debate This. Like, you've never... Okay, so you've never watched the episode of The Office when they're like, well, Michael, what are your biggest weaknesses? And he's like, well, I care too much. I try too hard. Everyone watches that and loves it. So you know the joke. Is, you know the joke is Michael is terrible, right? All right, all right, it's guys. What? We've all we've had a lot of fun. Todd, you have you have five seconds to be smug, and then that's it. Oh, that's I'm I'm get. bottling the smugness, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep with it tonight. All right, guys. Gross. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks for listening in to debate this. Uh, follow along with our argument on Twitter and Facebook at debate this cast, and let us know what you think. Uh, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Todd Baggy Latex Suits Thomas. I'm Matt. Andrew is a wet towel, Cole. Um, I'm Kyle. This bag is just full of GameCube controllers, Harper. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you disagree with our arguments and decisions, then we're challenging you to come fight us by the swing sets, nerds. <laughs>